Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today we have with us Anand Pradhan who is the HR manager at Architect Solutions. Welcome to the show Anand. How have you Hi uh you know good morning and yeah all good how about you uh, Ashi at this point in time? Uh, I'm also good Anand. I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we are supposed to have. Absolutely. So uh let's jump right into the conversation that Absolutely let's start today. for the day. Yeah. yeah. Before we begin we would like to set a base for our listeners. So can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself your career journey till now and everything Absolutely absolutely absolutely. So uh, first of all you know uh, thank you team Springworks for you know uh, arranging this uh, podcast at this point in time. Uh, to introduce myself my name is Anand Pradhan and uh, you know I look into HR affairs uh, at our company Architect Solutions. Well uh, in terms of my career I began my career with operations in IT. uh that's in capgemini and then i moved on to cts and where again i was into operations and training and uh, so on uh post that i moved into uh, architect solutions and i have been you know looking into hr activities out here uh, for close to 4 years now so that's uh, a little background about uh, myself in terms of my career journey and yeah that's it this point wow that's that's a great journey that you've had that's awesome actually anand so i would move on to our first question for the day so we have been looking at a lot of uh, tech integration in the workplaces these days there ha- there has been an increased use of tech in workplaces more often so with increasing automation in the workplace how do you think hr technology can be leveraged to support performance management in a more transparent and biased free way true so uh, before we go into you know uh, the fact that hr technology uh, would need to be leveraged for bi- you know cre- creating a biased bias free uh, recognition process or you would say uh, you know uh, an assessment plan wherein people would be getting promoted or you know would be get having a praises before that would like to give you a small backdrop of you know how industries and you know uh, world have gone about actually so uh, i mean when we look at uh, the gen- generation that's looking out for a job at this point in time they are mostly you know in the age group of 23 21 22 23 to 37 38 i mean there's uh, you know post that as well people look for jobs i'm not saying that but that's the major chunk i mean if you look at general statistics now this is that generation that's looking for recognition uh, a generation prior i mean people have worked for i mean there was a different uh, industry situation at that point in time so people would stick in a job for a very long time and uh, you know at that point in time if recognition was less or more that wasn't a part of the entire hr activity or you know whole scheme of things now with today's world recognition has become very important and along with that all the you know perquisites that come along with it so again uh, technology is very much important in terms of you know driving this whole work uh, whole you know uh, scheme of things now with automation what can be done i mean generally uh, you know it can be done through any kind of you know hr tool application or it can be self designed by a company as well so first thing is you know uh, setting up the parameters what a person would need to meet uh, or just say new joiner has joined a company uh, the key key result areas that you know they would need to achieve and the goals that has to be very clear uh, to each and every you know per individual that's working in the company what they need to do what they don't need to do and what they need i mean what they need to achieve so that should be very clear and that should be set in the 
application that the person can revisit as well. Now comes in uh, self-evaluation. Okay, so I know what my care is that I know what I need to achieve normally. And I would need to evaluate that on these parameters, I would set my goals. Now, in terms of that, what goals I have set up. So these two things go hand in hand. What I have evaluated myself, that is my, I mean, in terms of what goals I have want to set and what is a team goal. So there has to be a balance of both team goals and what, you know, goals individuals are setting or what team goals in some organizations may go with, go with team goals and what individuals would, you know, they would like to achieve given the skill set. Now with that, HR application or the tools have to be leveraged in such a way that, you know, all the information basically uh, is published there uh, that that could be weekly basis best is weekly monthly and if not weekly then monthly and, and the quarterly basis so that uh, every individual gets to know where they stand and it's a bias free i mean i know when i'm coming to office what is my attendance obviously that should reflect in the you know the whole metric as well and if my attendance is good performance i can see what all are good and i know that you know i should be moving ahead so that creates a you know little bias free environment Basically, wherein technology is completely leveraged, TLs are you know putting in the ratings there only what's what should be the score. Let's say thirty percent for attendance, twenty percent for meeting certain you know deadlines, timelines, whatever it is. I mean, so that way, if it is done, so technology can be leveraged to track it to put the person who is you know uh, you know in in terms of the system who are the best performers for awards and recognition. Again, for you know providing appraisals as well. Uh, and thirdly, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, if there is any promotion. So a complete career architecture can be built if technology is leveraged in the right way. Right, Anand. That's really uh, insightful. So uh, you. you spoke about uh, evaluating employees' work. So when we think of employee uh, evaluation of employees' work and monitoring mm -hmm. their work so that they can perform to the best of their abilities and produce the highest quality work, most sure. efficiently and effectively. So we think of performance management. The larger Indeed. motivating factor behind performance management is pushing forward the growth and development of your workforce. So uh, what do you think, uh, what are those key strategies that can help drive the growth of growth potential of your people? Absolutely. So uh, see, there are two things to it. Like performance manage management is a term wherein we manage someone's performance, you know, keeping track of it. Like as we were talking about, you know, uh, setting up the KRA, uh, putting up values through that, having leads to, you know, evaluate their resources, putting up goals, all that thing. I mean, it, uh, there are multiple facets to it. Now, there is one performance management and there is one performance enablement. How do we enable the resources basically? So let's say there are uh, 10 resources we are having, for example. Uh, so 10 resources uh, out of that, uh, six are doing good, four are not doing good. The key uh, you know, factor of you know, winning people and keeping them under your fold is to put those four, to understand the pain area of those four people in terms of enabling their performance so that they can uh, be in line with those other six people. So we have got 10 good, great performers in, performers in that way. So the key strategy would be you know, enablement through learning. So because learning is one thing, uh, one very important facet of any any knowledge driven you know work or process, where you know uh, that that sharpens the whole you know approach to work basically. So con continuous learning uh, in terms of refresher training, in terms of mapping their progress, uh, competency mat matrix like you know who is at what competence level, what they're lacking, specifically ironing out that part, enabling them to become better resources. In addition to it, soft skill development uh, and uh, additional skill development. Let's say uh, you got some people basically who are good in uh, accounting, maybe generally, and we need to train them a little bit on communicative English and you know probably uh, MS Office, some other tools as well. So what happens is that their whole horizon of knowledge increases. They're interested to remain with you as well because they are you know adding something to their you know knowledge quotient. 
that's really important actually so that this strategy itself uh, you know would push uh, you know the whole retainment and you know any any of that sort any any uh, you know i would say uh, thing that we have in terms of you know keeping people to a company's full forward and also add value to the performance management system so enablement plus management is what uh, normally the philosophy would be like i mean that's my take on it right anand uh, i actually think from performance management today uh, there has been a push towards performance enablement rather mm-hmm. so, absolutely uh, how can organizations ensure that employee growth increasingly falls in line with the goals for organizational growth yeah so uh, if we see uh, you know the industries that you know uh, that were there in india like let's say 30 years back again you know going into a little bit of history of it so uh, that were mostly you know uh, we had either manufacturing sector agro sector has always been there uh, it was coming along slowly now if we see uh, the major you know one major contributor to indian economy uh, generally is the it sector basically and that's knowledge driven and it's not only it sector a lot of research and development startups coming up in defense field as well in aerospace also we have uh, you know uh, Uh, we have some startups apart from isro there are some private uh, companies that have entered now if you see uh, there's a lot of uh, knowledge management required here or there's a lot of you know uh, knowledge driven work or knowledge driven you know processes involved actually not one but many interlinked processes involved here now uh, when we talk about this i mean uh, this entire thing so employee uh, i mean that who join a company actually now we have to map the knowledge quotient actually knowledge quotient and with that what goals are there so obviously if there is a goal there has to be you know a certain degree of performance and knowledge both coming along to drive a performance that meets that goal okay so you have to make it in uh, such a way uh, that both of them are aligned and and as well uh, you know the second thing that would be there uh, would be to you know tackling any kind of you know employee fallouts let's say you know some people leaving the company that also should be stopped so the main uh, area out here enabling the knowledge and development of the newer resources and in addition to it uh, you know the older resources who add to the knowledge quotient of the company retaining them with better recognition performance management so it's an ecosystem that has to be developed uh, that you know uh, it's it's something where you know hr managers or you know whoever are looking into hr affairs can divide the whole sector into three four activities let's say uh, continuous knowledge uh, you know improvement and management certain decks could be prepared like uh, competency matrix and so on which can be published uh, time to time basically so so as to map out what is the progress rate and how you know leads are you know helping their resources learn again uh, in terms of it uh, arranging for specific trainings refreshers basically mapping them out that that's happening uh, with due uh, duly thirdly all the performance of these guys to be managed who have joined new a separate you know parameters and yardstick for the older ones so that they are getting recognized and having their appraisals so that would help maintain uh, the workforce by and large again i mean uh, with the recent times we have seen lot of you know uh, shuffle shufflings happened happening actually post pandemic you know once it closed by but again these things would help the further enablement of it yeah that's really insightful anand thank you All right. So uh, we have heard about great resignation these days a lot, and you also mentioned shuffling, Absolutely. reshuffling that has been happening. So from great resignation, we have moved towards a great reshuffle. In light of that, uh, how can data and analytics be utilized to develop a proactive approach to tackling resignation and building a harmonious work culture? What are your thoughts? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So uh, in terms of it, uh, data management helps. I mean, I wouldn't say it would help completely because, you know, it's really tough to gauge someone's mind. I mean, if someone is, you know, about to leave and, you know, uh, they're literally masking it, then it's really tough to gauge basically. Uh, and uh, I'm sure most of the companies have been facing that or have faced that in recent times. Right. Now, what can be done? I mean, obviously, there has to be something that we cannot, you know, uh, just, you know, sit on that you know particular thing happening and, you know, do nothing about it. So in terms of it, uh, what, what can be done is that certain data and analytics can be used to gauge out the vulnerable areas and, you know, certain steps can be taken as well. Uh, so first thing is that, you know, finding out the vulnerable areas in terms of it. So a data can be kept. I mean, it's a simple data that I'm talking about. Again, this can be enabled through an HRIM, HR, you know, information management system, or, you know, wherein, you know, KRA, KP and all the performance management is done. All can be done in, you know, if someone doesn't have that resource can be done through Excel as well. You know, uh, keeping a data of, you know, an employee, uh, his age group, I mean, his age, actually, there's an age group, we cannot specify age, age group, qualification, previous experience, whether previous experience is in line with the current job, KRA or the requirements or not, in a simple data, it's yes or no, it's from different industry, let's say uh, someone is, a company is working in accounting, completely in accounting, and someone has been hired from marketing who was looking into accounting somewhere and he has a major part of his experience into marketing so that's the vulnerable employee that that company would be having high chances of him or her if recognition is not there or you know growth is not there for him to move out so steps have to be taken prior accounting for that person actually in terms of hiring so all that data should be kept in terms of a previous qualification i mean what qualification was there that is more important for freshers because they're more likely to go to domain if they are not working in the you know exact domain Previous job experiences, what is the major chunk of job, previous job experience, immediate, and what is the major chunk chunk of experience they have had into the age group? Obviously, name has to be there. Uh, and previous ranking, if there has been appraisal, what uh, last appraisal, and what has been the, uh, you know, the percentage of it. So, these seven areas can be kept. And, uh, you know, obviously, HR managers can do some, you know, research work as well, that like in Nokri, how many jobs have come up, basically. So, uh, that would give them a trend in a weekly if they're maintaining that how many jobs let's say a particular company is refreshing so obviously they're needing a lot of employees so that simple tracking this plus that do you know that you know uh, when jobs are increasing in the market point one point two you know what are your vulnerable employees now what vulnerable employees there are two things either you can rectify those vulnerabilities basically if the appraisal has not happened you can speak with them try and you know uh get in touch with the operations to see what can be done obviously we as an hr cannot do everything that can be done point one point two uh you know what can be done is that if you know that nothing is you know going to work out typically for that employee now let's say your hiring requirement is 15 heads 15 heads uh so obviously you have to count that employee as well in terms of your hiring requirement because that that there can be a you know uh fall off of that employee uh, typically in terms of that so that way if data is kept the most important thing, it will help you to, uh, you know, solve the key area, key, you know, defect areas. And in addition to it, data management of employees, uh, tracking of jobs in Nokri, what can be done is doing a skip session with all the employees, understanding their problems. There are some things that can be on data. There are certain things that can be not, uh, be, won't be there on data. I mean, it's not possible for that to be there. Let's say someone has got some feedback about his immediate supervisor. So now that feedback is from four or five people, then you understand that there is a problem with the supervisor. Okay, then you have you have to you know check with other means like what rating he has given in the last you know uh, last quarter for those employees if they were you know justifying with the performance or not you have to you know do a mapping completely then it, you you can iron out those difficulties it takes time 
lot of data churning but it can be done right uh, you summarized all the points very well uh, anand thank you so uh, but we are uh, at this moment uh, we are looking at people and work going under a huge transformation what is one advice that you would like to share with talent leaders to enable transparency and fairness in their performance management strategies see uh, what i can tell is that uh, you know in terms of uh, transparency everything that uh, is in the business cannot be you know laid down to all the employees obviously that's not possible but in terms of performance management where they are standing that should be published weekly basis that is what i can you know uh, suggest to yourselves and uh relearning relearning is very important i mean people a considerable chunk of people i have seen lose interest uh, in work if relearning is not happening because what happens let's say let's say i mean uh, i'm a normal operative working i'm talking from stand, oper- operation standpoint i've had my initial training now after two months i would start forget certain areas if i'm not doing it regularly now obviously as a human there is that barrier when we you know go and you know not all are those humans where you know we can go and ask anyone to help not all are of that type so if they are doing work in that way let's say they are doing work and error happens so obviously there are people who would be countering them or in their answerable to some other guys like you know their seniors supervisors now what happens because of that you know you see there is a whole cycle that happened now this person is little demotivated so if you are doing the relearning so learning gaps can be closed and they are you know first of all they can contribute better to productivity plus secondly of what the scenario that i said where you know uh, tls could be you know asking them that we you know why didn't you do this in a proper way that that scenario could be avoided and this whole skip level meeting its result will be different as well okay so relearning is the most important factor secondly uh, maintaining transparency in terms of their data management as much as possible that keeps the workforce motivated because they know that you know if i have done well my name is on the top so it should be on the top it has to be on the top so it's showing in the list that on the top okay so stacks should be published as well in between okay that's it so yeah the relearning is an important fact these days learning and absolutely. relearning it's a cycle absolutely absolutely uh, that's really really insightful anand i think with that we have come to the end of our conversation so thank you so much for your time i'm sure our listeners would really enjoy this in fact insightful conversation thank you thank you ashi for you know kind of uh, arranging this and again uh, thankful to the team of springworks as well and obviously listeners for them you know prospective listeners thankful to them as well thank you thank you